Hi, this is Jeff Curto, professor of photography at College of DuPage in Glen Ellyn, Illinois, and welcome to the seventh session of Summer School for History of Photography, a sort of a stopgap in between the spring and fall semesters. So <laughs> at the risk of making you think that I have some sort of fascination with the morbid, um, I'm going to talk about another several photographs that involve death. And uh, the uh, photographs in question are again made by Alexander Gardner, the great 19th century photographer. And these photographs all center around the assassination of President Abraham Lincoln and the subsequent execution of the conspirators who uh, conspired against Lincoln and uh, many of the members of his cabinet. We're looking here at a portrait that Alexander Gardner made of Abraham Lincoln. This image is known as the cracked glass portrait. The uh, glass plate that Gardner used was broken uh, after the exposure and has been reassembled to make the print. It was previously thought that this photograph was made just a few days before Lincoln's assassination. Uh, further evidence has suggested that it was made in February of 1865, but uh, the uh, fact remains that it is one of the last official portraits of President Lincoln uh, prior to his assassination. Most people know about the Confederate conspiracy that John Wilkes Booth had concocted. His idea was that if he got a group together and had them in one night execute the president, the vice president, and the secretary of state, all of the leaders of the executive branch of the government, that with no one to lead, the government and therefore the republic would fall. So it was on April 14th when Booth himself shot President Abraham Lincoln and other conspirators were to have shot Vice President Andrew Johnson and Secretary of State William Seward. Later that month, an intensive manhunt rounded up the conspirators. Booth was shot and killed during the manhunt, but the other conspirators were captured. They were held in shackles aboard the ironclad vessels Montauk and Saugus. Gardner, who had published enough portrait work to be seen as the successor to Matthew Brady and one of the most important photographers of the day, was called to make photographs of the prisoners. And the photographs that he made that day are amazingly evocative. Uh, the uh, resigned look on the face of David, David Harold, uh, one of the photographs I have in the uh, group here, and the confrontational stare into the camera's lens by Lewis Powell, who was tried under the alias of Lewis Payne, are a testament to both the power of the photograph and the 19th century person's understanding of that power. And certainly, I think Payne's photograph really represents this sort of uh, uh, powerful testament to the understanding of what this picture meant, that he was leaving a legacy of this photograph behind. Uh, really an amazingly powerful portrait. It was on this date then, July 7th, 1865, that Alexander Gardner was called to Old Arsenal Penitentiary in Washington, D.C., to photograph the execution of the four convicted conspirators. They are in this photograph from left to right, Mary Surratt, Louis Payne, David Harold, and George Atzerat. Uh, in the photograph, we see that most of the crowd of about 200 spectators and military units are departing. The bodies were quickly removed to grave sites just a few feet to the right. The entire proceeding took much less than 30 minutes, according to reports, and it's interesting to me that this event took place exactly two years and two days after Gardner made his famous 
home of a rebel sharpshooter photograph. It's also interesting that the lack of contrivance in the image, as compared to that sharpshooter photograph, makes for an even more powerful, eerie image of the finality of death. So here are more examples of photographs preserving a time in history for us, showing us with crystal clarity the way the world was and how people perceived it. So thank you very much for joining me in these summer sessions, summer school history photography sessions. I appreciate you being here, and I appreciate you listening. And I promise that in uh, some of these subsequent sessions, we'll talk about something a little less morbid. But hopefully you found these sessions useful and interesting, and hope it's been keeping your history chops all sharpened up and ready to hit the fall semester. Thanks again. The History of Photography podcast is a member of the Photocast Network. Find this and other photography podcasts at photocastnetwork.com, your photography resource in the potosphere.